Hello everyone. We are back with another episode with Glow with the VS. This time, not only will we share the wisdom, but we are going to have a little fun game with our guest. I'm Anjali Sethia and I'm Krithika Sethia, but before we invite our super guest of the day, here's little one to one something from us to you. While running a business, we deal with n number of clients in a day. Mind you all, it's so important to break the stigma, the stereotype and the cliched way of doing a business or creating an art or creating a dish for that matter. And with that thought, we with our overwhelming excitement would love to welcome Mr. Archit Agarwal from the life of simple treats. Some of you would also recognize him as Archit Lost. He's a food blogger and today we are going to discuss with him the nose and hows of everything that surrounds the digital food the thought and much more welcome archit thanks for joining us thank you for having me that was a great introduction <laughs> yes so to kick things off you know uh, we would like to know what manifested you to become a food blogger break the barrier choose to follow what has been your passion and simultaneously with 95 job grow digitally and how uh also the platforms like tedx newsx uh, toi the print and so many more have featured you to inspire millions so how have you unlocked that milestone yeah so that's a that's a lot of questions packed into one but definitely um you know i i didn't start thinking that i'll become like an influencer in any way uh the goal was to kind of just um you know create content and um explore a different side of my uh brain and be like a little bit more creative so you know i think corporate jobs tend to keep you away from that and um this became like an opportunity to kind of explore uh some of that um i was never really interested in cooking until i went to college and that's where i realized that like i have to uh make my own food uh because uh college can be um, and i i studied in america so like food portions and and everything was so large that i was just growing a kilo every month so it was just crazy so i had to like kind of like deviate off and build something of my own and uh when i came back from america i realized that you know it'll take me some time to get a job so i started just like cooking and a friend of mine actually pushed me to um make a blog and publish it so yeah so that's where it started and um yeah i mean i i never uh, had a goal to like make money and things like that i just wanted to like make food and have it have like something to push me to make that food really that that's what the blog did and yeah now it's just it's crazy right i think um, lockdown has uh, been a been a crazy journey um, and yeah in general like i think the food has just grown and content has grown and people's appreciation has grown so that's that's just uh, really great okay so we would blame uh, corona for getting us such an amazing food blogger in the market <laughs> you know you're not wrong i think that's 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 not a that's not a bad thing to say yeah definitely i think corona has i mean it's awful but it what it has done is that it's made people a lot more um, you know focus a lot more on their own personal agencies like you know you you tend to kind of explore and understand how you can fend for yourself um it's almost darwinian in that way that you know you're actually trying to learn skills that are essential for your life that you otherwise would never have learned so cooking has become one of those things and crazy amount of people have just started cooking so much so it's it's been a 
I'm I'm glad that I'm a vehicle for some of them to kind of you know push them. And baking being the most popular one. <laughs> yeah, baking without an oven being the most popular one. That's the biggest uh, conversation I've had. Is how do you bake without an oven? It's crazy. All right. So how do you manage to create a recipe, the content, uh, the edits, the aesthetics that you provide to your community online? Like it, you surely must uh, involve a great amount of efforts and time. So what's your curation yeah. process? Yeah, it takes a lot of time. I think the curation process for finding the recipes and like building my own um, are definitely like a very long process. A lot of them um, come from in my time in college, where I used to be really inspired by a lot of recipes and realized I had don't have the ingredients for it. So then, how do you recreate those flavors and tastes? So a lot of those recipes are on the blog. And now, since I'm back, I'm actually focusing a lot more on okay, how do you take something inertly western or inertly difficult and how do you kind of create something that is a lot more accessible so that's what i try to do and um yeah i think recipe creation process is like 2 to 3 weeks uh then the production itself takes another week and a half uh, to do because um yeah it's very meticulous and all of it is done by me so it takes a lot of time um yeah and i think it's just you know the blog gave me the opportunity to learn those skills right so like i wasn't really dependent on a whole team of people who were doing editing for me and things like that i mean i have branched out a little bit now but the goal has always been to how do you learn these skills because they are accessible to everyone and um learning that has been the the, the big uh, skill here and then present in a way that you know it attracts and yeah absolutely i think presentation is something that I, i i a lot of my skill came from my mother she's a fashion designer um so she worked a lot on design and things like that she was the president of fab india for the last four years she's been doing that so you know um, a lot of my aesthetics come from what we have at home and uh, and then yeah and then you know building up of that and uh, as you were talking about the lockdown and how it has done wonders for people online fashion for blogger mm-hmm. uh, so uh, for budding bloggers would you like to share the monetization part of the industry considering how attractive has been yeah i think monetization part of it one like uh, if someone is trying to become a blogger for money don't do it it's not the best way you can study for cat and get more money i promise you it takes a lot longer to do that um but you know if if you are interested in like creating your own craft and then trying to find avenues to um be you know renumerized for it i think it's a great opportunity freelancer work is hard um it, it, unlike most freelance work here you know there isn't a formalized business there is no formalized rules of engagement so every brand you work with has a very different way of looking at uh, how do we renumerize you uh, i think i'm saying that word wrong but okay we'll go with it you can like put it in the bottom like it's he's saying it wrong um but um i think uh, yeah definitely like it's it's very uh, hard to make money but uh, there are opportunities for sure like uh, you know today you can make content for other people so that's a, that's a big thing like you know you can make recipes and things for people and have that as one uh, channel of commerce the other is the you know depending on the types of platforms that you have so facebook 
uh, YouTube, Instagram, a blog, all of them have the opportunity to be monetized as well. So you know you can have ads, you can do amplification. There are lots of different ways to do it. I think it, the the uniqueness of this business also is the fact that you can be very unique in how you try and promote a brand. And the more unique you are, um, the better sell you do. So it's it's very interesting that way that you have to just understand what platforms there are. what formats there are and then how do you make the most for you and your client amazing i think uh, we have a lot of takeaway uh, today from you of how you do you know how it benefits to be a blogger it's not easy it's very time taking we understand yeah. and i think all your audiences who will be watching you today will be uh, will have a lot of takeaway seriously Thank so you. that's amazing yeah. you have a great journey ahead and but without uh, we cannot bid adieu to you without a short game that has been specially created from us to awesome okay so the game and its rules are very simple we tell you the dishes the dishes name in english and you have to say tell us a hindi name for that and elementary for you uh, you will only get 5 seconds uh, so easy peasy right okay. <laughs> uh sure we'll start with the trial first okay Okay. Uh, so what do you call a shallow fried cottage cheese gram floor popcorn? Gram floor pop. Okay, uh shallow fried. So uh it would be um sikawa <laughs> paneer popcorn, <laughs> paneer besan popcorn pakoda <laughs> something like that. You were you were good. Uh pakoda. Paneer uh, pakoda. That's so this is a trend. Interesting. Okay. So uh, also with basin that reminds me of your beautiful dog. Uh, so for yeah. those who know that Archit has named this dog a new basin. So yeah. Little, you know, it's cute yet little pink. So what yeah. story behind that? Yeah, I mean, um, so basin. Uh, I mean, we named him basin because you know he's a Rottweiler. So like. he's not like a lab and like people don't like automatically when you say rottweiler people aren't like oh kuchi kuchi poo you know they they like scared like it's a, you know there's a stigma around that right so uh, i needed a, i needed to name him something that was a little whimsical uh, just so that it like drops people off their guard um the other thing is that i did want to name in hindi because if you have like a you know tommy or anything then other people will mispronounce it very oftenly and that's just not fun for the dog or me or anyone else so you know it needed to be more indigenous and then thirdly i i wanted a name that was gender neutral that was just like a there's no reason for it i just i think that gender neutral names need to be out there a lot more so that's why basin that's quite an unusual name see the name but it's really Back to the game. Uh, okay, now we are starting. We need four questions. That's how many? Okay. okay the next one is. Uh, okay, yeah. The next one is a pumpkin snack and consists of puffed rice and cheese onions. Poha. No, puffed rice. Can you say that again? Pumpkin snack. consistent of rice and majorly onions i have no clue what is this oh my god pickles. time's up oh my god what is it okay bhel bhel oh my god pickled snack 
pickled really pickled that consists of pork rice pork rice is meal yeah 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 okay fair okay let's do the next one okay we go easy so now this one is easy acha theek hai is a must so uh, a sweet um a sweet made of a coil of batter fried and steeped in a syrup jalebi okay finally <laughs> next one the next is balls of fried dough filled with onions spices or lentils so it's a it's like a uh, pyaaz pakoda okay You are Dal somewhere something like that. Uh, dough, fried dough. Fried dough. I got that. Fried dough. Lentils. Sometimes lentils. Sometimes onions. <laughs> oh my god! You guys are really challenging me. I have no idea. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> What is it? It's kachori. Kachori. Oh my god! Yes. I know with yeah that makes sense. Mm. Mm. Clearly, I need to like brush up on this and need to get ready for Diwali. Okay. Oh. A last one. So the last one. Okay. Thin, crispy, fermented batter, semolina pancake. Dosa. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay, not bad. Fifty percent. Yeah. Almost as good as my both scores. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Archer. It was so yeah. much have so much fun having you here with us on board and knowing your journey. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Wish you good luck and best of health. Health. Keep cooking and keep inspiring. Thanks, guys. You too. Bye bye. Have a great day. Hope all of you have enjoyed today's episode as much as we did. So stay tuned and do not forget to like, share, subscribe, and also comment. The VS signing off.